Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Homemaker Chic Podcast. This is the podcast hosted by myself, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead blog and Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl blog. And we are two homeschool, homesteading, home working moms. (laughs) Home bodies. (laughs) Who meet with you here every Monday to help you keep motherhood and homemaking out of the ditches. We try to encourage you. We try to talk about topics. We try to make you laugh. We try to share our thoughts and experiences and just give you kind of a a listening ear and a place to be while you wash your dishes or scrub your toilet or whatever fun task you're taking on. So we're glad you're here with us. We're here by the skin of our teeth a little bit today. As it goes. I think we said that last week. Did we? Well, yeah. it's true every week. <laughs> <laughs> we make there are no ten promises. children, you guys. Ten children between Angela and myself. Two dairy cows. I don't even know how many sheep or chickens or meals or loaves of bread or emails are involved, but it's a two, nice uh, yeah. Two dairy time. cows and an obnoxious heifer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not me. <laughs> So I posted yeah. this little kind of little, uh, I don't know what the word would be, collection of cow pictures over on Instagram the other day, okay? Mm-hmm. I was just going through my phone. And, you know, we've had lots of calves over the year. We've had three different dairy cows over the year. So I was sharing this. And we had this jerk calf one time. His name was George. His dad was a Texas Longhorn. And he was just a pain. I hated uh. him. Not all cows are cute. No. Anyway, so I'm posting this picture of him, and it's quite idyllic. He is brown and white spots. He's against a grass hill. He's got the jersey eyelashes. I mean, he's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But he was just a jerk. And I found myself typing like, oh, here's what we did with him. What we did with him was we made veal out of him. So we got him to be about five months old, and then we butchered him because he was such a threat to the farmyard dynamic. Who was that? George. George, George, yeah, I remember yeah. him. Oh, yeah, I re- he was a turd. He was a turd, but the mm-hmm. meat was delicious. <laughs> yeah, I remember the fat. But I, I, you know, here's what bothered me about it. I couldn't say that. I, I actually uh, deleted it. And I'm like, if I showed this little calf when he was like a week old, I mean, he was darling. Oh, by the way, we butchered him and ate him, and it was delicious. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, people don't like that. No, they don't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that conversation. I get very worked up. People don't yeah. like that from their iPhone. Yeah, right. I can't mm-hmm. do that. Doesn't go over well. Um, yeah, I bet he was delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at Flora like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Like in the cartoons when like Yeah, exactly. You know, it turns into Stir. a piece of steak with steam coming off of it, you know? Like, 
what are the what's the cat and Tom and Jerry? You know, like where uh-huh. they see the little the little bird swinging on the swing, and it looks like a little roast chicken. You know, oh, yeah, of, yeah, that's yeah. For, for sure. <laughs> well, what happened was, um, I have a local farmer that I buy meat from, and I just found out like I I knew he was probably really struggling with keeping things like officially organic. I understand that. I understand it's really expensive just to get that stamp and what have you. Um, but now I don't even think I'm being guaranteed non-GMO. So I'm looking at Flora in a new light. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a bugger. You got to make those decisions. If you're going to be a homesteader, um, animals are wonderful. They have personalities. I love them. I appreciate them. But they're not humans. And... We, I have to be careful to let them hold their particular place, which is what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. We always joke if you could bury it in the backyard if it accidentally got like hit by a car. Like, just keep it in its place. I know that's going to ruffle feathers, but like, <laughs> hold it in your heart in the right way. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That's a great sorry. show sorry. opener. I'm sorry. So many people have turned us off already. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, why don't we give a few shout outs and yeah, then let's, um, let's have some good conversation <laughs> with our fellow homemakers. So uh, we love our sponsors. Uh, friends, we just we source these sponsors really um, carefully. And the cool thing is we've become friends with them over the years. So we're we're very grateful to companies like American Blossom Linens for sponsoring the show. You can use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSCHEEK20 and get 20% off. Um, it doesn't feel like it, but swimming season is coming. So we've got towels and beach towels and linens and blankets and pillows and all American made, which is very important to some of us, very important to me. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com for that. Um, a huge thank you to House of Tokuman Rugs. You know how Shay and I feel about um, making our homes beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. This is where we work all day and we want it to feel really, really good and gorgeous. And we each have partnered with House of Tokuman Rugs to dress our home in their beautiful heirloom rugs. You can visit hotrugs.net. And of course, check Instagram for all the coupon codes and everything that you need. Um who else do we want to say thank you to? Oh my gosh, it's seed starting time, Shay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so uh, check out Survival Garden Seeds. Y'all have been tagging us over on Instagram with your homesteader packet or a home gardener packet. So this is a really great way for you to get everything you need for your home garden in one package. But mm-hmm. because even though they're pre-packaged, they're less than a dollar a pack. So you end up saving a ton of money, even if there's a couple things in there that you're not going to grow. So you can check them out below. Uh, make sure you use that link because you get a discount on the the homesteader packet and the home gardener packet. Um, what's the other one named? I'm blanking on it. But anyway, check it out. Uh, loads Small of wonderful farmer. seeds there. I should. I'll bring my bags and show them for the Patreon audience next time because, once again, we know how Ange feels about packaging. <laughs> well, It's like the packaging, uh, the American Blossom Linen packaging when you order from them is so fun. Uh, you know, I love yeah. – that's one of the reasons I buy perfume. I love the stupid packaging. And darn, the Survival Garden Seeds packaging made me like, ah. yeah, I got so giddy unpacking it. And really, I was paying like four ninety nine. 
for a exactly. packet of seeds. And so just like you said, if if it's not mm-hmm. exactly the mix you would have gotten, who cares? Like a la carte a few because yeah. wow, in savings. Yeah. So yeah. big time. Absolutely. So thank you to our beautiful sponsors and yep. we'll thank our season sponsor in a while, which we know is um yep. Tubes and Company. So okay. Uh, so this season, y'all, we've been working backwards. Yes. I love this. Uh, We've been setting goals for ourselves Mm -hmm. or setting objectives or setting a place we would like to be. And we are taking the time to think about the steps that we need to take now to end up at that destination. Mm -hmm. That's what we mean by thinking backwards. In our minds, really trying to picture where we want to go. Whether that's where we want to go in our home, where that's whether we want to go, where we want to go with our health, um, where we want to go as a gardener, and then we parse out. Okay, well, what does the, what does Angela need to do today, right, to be on the trajectory to get there, to do and to not do, because Amen. Like, the home <laughs> is so full of distractions. Okay. <laughs> So I swear, so easily. I can kill it. Do you ever feel like you're just from room going to room, just being yeah. like, "What?" Sometimes I'll talk to my husband during the day, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't. I'm just going around in circles. I don't know. I'm making these really fabulous figure eight patterns all around the house. I hate that. I don't like that feeling. It. Some you have uh-huh. those days where sometimes, like between nine and eleven in the morning, you get to ten fifty eight, and you look back and go, "Oh, like I got to dial this in because." I cannot feel like I do right now at 358. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stu I and that. I sat down with our coffee this morning and he wanted to wake the kids up. And I was like, just give me five more minutes of your time, sir. Right. <laughs> we do that. If there's just Joel and I, or I at the table or Joel and I and one kid, I'll say, should we get the kids up for a breakfast? No, no, no. Just let, yeah, let just everyone let just for five hold more the line. <laughs> I wanted to talk to him because my thoughts have been um, – overloaded lately Mm. they've just been overloaded um okay i'm gonna tell people because i I felt like we sounded a little bit weird (laughs) last week last week (laughs) but it's solved now so i can talk about it is it it's done finito well (laughs) okay i'll explain okay so (laughs) here's what happened y'all this is when i shared with you last monday that i'd been dealing with some computer issues and some stuff like that what happened was somebody hacked into our what's called an API key. An API key is this really special big number that's connected to me. And it's how I process credit cards. That's how I accept payments for the cooking community, for our Substack subscriptions, for our store. So it's, it's yeah, and you do a lot with that key. And there's other things very that important. go on, on in your business and yeah, social media platforms with that I don't key. have the yeah. key. <laughs> my my support team has the key and the okay. holder of the key has the key. I don't know what it is, okay? Mm. But what happened, what, I mean, the hackers, it's just, they're getting so good. They are. They didn't, um, they didn't sit there at the computer and like type in fraudulent credit card numbers. What they did was they got a hook into that API key. And here's what that means. They then designed programs to run. They took three and a half million stolen credit card numbers they weren't my customers i don't know where they got this list from could have been anywhere none of these people have ever heard of me 
but they ran these three and a half million credit card numbers through my API key. Okay. Now, what that means is it's a ton of traffic. It crashed the site. It was, and we couldn't get it to stop because we didn't know how they were accessing it. Were they accessing it through the art store? Were they accessing it through the blog? Were they accessing through Substack? We didn't know. Mm. That takes time to piece all that apart. I can say it really easily now, but that's like days of work to even be like, oh, they there. It's through to the be able to key. even <laughs> articulate it. I mean, I'm right. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, you're talking about tens of thousands of transactions an hour. And they would just try to put these through for 50 cents. For, they're just trying to get hits on ones that work. Okay, mm. Most of the time, if there's a security breach or people lose their card number, they cancel their card. Right. Anyway, when all the dust has settled, most of the transactions were blocked. So not like a crazy thing, but a small amount went through. And that small amount is saying, hey, the Elliott Homestead charged you 50 cents. <laughs> So you can imagine the chaos that ensued from that. It's been probably the two most stressful weeks of my entire career ever. Mm. And it's just made me really aware of um, how vulnerable we are with, you know, they didn't steal any of my personal information. It wasn't my credit card. It wasn't my customers. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. it was my API key, which is pretty dang important, but. Um, I was sharing that for a reason. What were we talking about right before that? <clears throat> I don't remember now. Sorry. Butchering animals? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It, um, it's, working it's backwards awesome. and, yeah. and distractions during the day. It was, to, you know, yeah. how you can kind of just go around That's in circles. Thank and, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Okay. So no I sat down with Stu when my brain was finally able to be like, oh, okay, yeah. we don't, we're not putting out a wildfire today. Mm-hmm. And... I was trying to work backwards and say, okay, here's where we want to be going into next winter on the farm. What do we do? And I don't know about you, Ange, but like I genuinely struggle with being like, this is what we're going to do first. Because I try and find all these little pockets as I can. And I'm like, oh, I could paint that shelf I need to paint or replace these light bulbs or call and cancel that service or you know, I mm-hmm. try to be productive in all these little pockets when I'm on. Uh-huh. But the problem is those are small things. And sometimes as we plan for the bigger things, you just get overwhelmed almost instantly. Yeah. Especially sure. when there's big projects. Like a mm-hmm. barn. We're trying to build a barn. That's a lot of little working pieces that have to line up for that to be finished. Yeah, and everyone has that in some scope or another, whether it's sitting down with a, you know, a junior in high school and trying to help them sort out testing and college applications. Like everybody has like this insurmountable, what feels like an insurmountable task or task list in front of them. And you have to sort out when is my moment, you know, and how do I just at least start to push the snowball down the hill? How do you sometimes, how do you set sometimes priorities? Sometimes it's just the kick. Once it's going, it's going. But you know, but yeah. one but it, sometimes it's just like being able to for me my biggest struggle is getting the moment to kick it. <laughs> like finding the moment where okay, like I'm locking the door or like everything's clean, the laundry's caught up, dinner's on the stove, execute, you know? Yeah. 
that's my little world is just the five or six ducks I have to get in a row uh, to have, because I can have random thoughts all day long, but to have like the mental space to actually sit or stand if required, like whatever I need to do Mm -hmm. to actually execute, to start kicking, get the snowball rolling down the hill is Mm. ick. And right now, like in our house, we have so, I know we always have a lot of projects going on, but right now it feels like we have just an too many unbelievable <laughs> amount of projects and it's I always say it's simply because we can't ever finish one because I'm still waiting for somebody to come and install a bathroom window for me it's right. been a year and a half it's a finicky antique bathroom window and of course only a certain amount of people will even look at it or consider doing it and I'm like could you just come and do it please <laughs> pretty please Have you been to AmericanBlossomLinens.com lately? When you do, here's what I want you to remember. HomemakerChic20. Because that is the coupon code you need for 20% off the linens you need to run your home. I'm talking about heirloom quality sheets, woven with American-grown cotton, softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. And you'll find the most plush towels, plus blankets, duvets, and even pillows. American Blossom Linens is the company Shay and I partner with in our homes for top quality, invest once linens. Woven to last a lifetime. That's right, invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We want to dress our home in accessories with a story, with quality accessories that have meaning, and for sure accessories that are not headed for the landfill. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I'm a designer, okay? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. They elevate your space instantly. And they're so versatile. You can move them all over the house and they are made to withstand real life. That means they're able to withstand your pets, your kids, your spills, and your traffic patterns. So get to know House of Tokuman over on Instagram. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies or replicas. House of Tokuman is at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use our coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off your full-sized rug. Well, see, that's the problem is when you are opportunistic in trying to maximize the time that you have and wanting to kick that ball when you can, the problem is then you do end up with multiple things because right. you because can't kick especially the ball if you're a all doer. the way. Yeah, I'm not going to just sit time. and wait, so <laughs> right. I have to start something else. Right. <laughs> I have to, whatever that is, you know? Yeah. 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 That's exactly the way that it goes here too, which is why it can get really hairy if left unchecked really quickly. Mm-hmm. For example, my brother-in-law 
stayed with us last week so that he could help me put together a greenhouse that we started uh-huh. to build last spring. <laughs> we broke ground on this project. It's been sitting unfinished for a year. Okay. But, you know, it's it's probably been – here, PSA, don't buy a freaking greenhouse kit. I don't care how pretty they look. Don't do it. You know why? Because they're in about 7 billion pieces. Mm-hmm. If I had it to do over again, I would have spent double or even three times the money and had it delivered on a semi. Like one of those built Mm -hmm. lumber ones, you know, that like the Amish will make and then they just ship them all over the country. Yeah. That's what I would do in retrospect because we have invested three weeks of our time into building this solidly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have like the cement? Do you have the slab board? Yeah, but that's all... I mean, you'd have to do that if you had one delivered. I just mean, right? when you look at like how much that cost us in terms of time, there was, mm-hmm. it cost us more than just getting, getting mm-hmm. one that was built already, for sure. It's excruciating. Mm-hmm. And speaking of excruciating things. Oh, okay. <laughs> what were you going to oh, say? Oh, boy. No, the greenhouse. Like I'm, I'm trying to rally the troops. I'm like, come on, babe, we can do this. You and I are competent people. Oh, we can sorry. do this. I want to build mine so bad. This is like a point of contention with us because I want to do it, and he's like, I'm not a carpenter. I'm oh, like, build one for sure. Build. But one. I mean, I have all the windows. Like yeah. I have all the vintage windows. Like I want to do the whole vintage window thing. Yeah. Well, we got to do footings. I'm like, oh. and here it's like, you know, it should be below the frost line. Well, that's impossible because we're solid bedrock. So are we just going to fudge it? Like, what are, yeah. what are we going to do? Yeah. It's one of those things where every time I look into the garden, I just see it. It's sitting there. Yep. It's done. Yep. I just need to get it out. Well, yeah. Looking back, if if we had it to do over again, Stuart would have just built one out of wood. But here's yep. the problem. He's also not a trained carpenter, and I need this thing to be sealed, like, not like a homemade version. Like, the idea mm-hmm. was to keep it slightly heated for green production year-round, basically. Yeah, I'd like to put a wood-burning stove in mine mm-hmm. on the north wall. Mm-hmm. My my hope is I can have my citrus in there, and it can live in there in the winter, uh-huh. um, so it can't go below 32. Oh, that's not happening here. So, <laughs> we'll but, see. Yeah. That's interesting. Depends on you know how what? sealed Here's, it is, turns speaking, out. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's, I mean, it's so bloody. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, I am done with giant citrus trees. I thought I was going to be cool Wait, years well, back and buy like the big tall ones. Giant. No, they were tall. They were like six, seven feet tall. They scraped against my ceiling and I just kept packing them down and hacking them down. I'm just going to buy small ones from now on okay. that I can actually handle in pots and move two places they will be very happy mm-hmm. that i just need to be able to handle them I, it, I i don't live at versailles okay i don't have an orangery i don't have the containers i can't wheeling them in and out of the house mm-hmm. is such a pain they're mm-hmm. always hitting the frame of the door and then all the little buds fall you know mm-hmm. anything that any success you have falls to the ground i'm mm-hmm. not doing it all right okay speaking of excruciatingly painful take it Okay, speaking of excruciatingly painful, we are going to be talking about working backwards when it comes to health. Okay. And this is probably 
one of the things we get asked about the most and also probably one of the hardest things to speak about because you're talking about major lifestyle changes. You're talking about breaking really ingrained habits. And you're Mm -hmm. also talking about something that is subjective. And we're not experts. And also, (laughs) disclaimer, (laughs) if you want to listen to a doctor, there are great people who talk about that who are way Mm -hmm. more qualified than Angela and I are. And this is not medical advice. We're just, you know, we know a lot of you are going to be setting health goals. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be thinking, okay, I want to be healthy or Maybe I want to lose a little bit of weight or maybe I want to get stronger or maybe I want to sleep better at night or maybe I really want to watch what I eat and just make sure I'm getting the right nutrition. And there we know you're out there because you message us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So we had to talk about it. Yeah. And health for health for what for what sake? For me, it's health for longevity and health for being able to be really, really vibrant and active 25, 30 years from now. I mean, yeah, I have great expectations. I know it's not, I'm not in control, but I still, like, I'm not going down without a fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, why my biggest inspiration is my grandma. She's 90. She's amazing. She's just now walking with a walker and just now saying like, you know, when she walks across the room, like, oh, that made me tired. I want to sit down. And she was intentional to an extent. um, But I know that Angela at, do I have to say my age? Angela at my age is is more intentional than grandma was at my age. Okay. So my, my grandparents actually... It's interesting because this whole sort of all, excuse me, I'm drooling. This whole sort of, um, I'm very interested in alternative health forms. I mean, me being like a home birth person, that was so natural. I heard the words home birth and I went, oh yeah, cool. I'm done with that. And then I did my research. But like, it wasn't like this mentally horrible, crazy thing for me to have to investigate. I just thought, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, you know, I knew I grew up hearing, oh, your grandpa was born in that room over there. You know, I don't know what it was. But I remember being young. um, And, you know, my grandparents were farmers. And they weren't super healthy, obviously. It was Wonder Bread and mayonnaise and all that food from the 60s and 70s that, you know, they weren't butchering pigs the way my great-grandma did. Um but I remember them getting hooked up with this natural doctor that introduced them to something that maybe or maybe not now looking back is effective or safe. It's called chelation. And it was like um, maybe similar to what I do with like the vitamin C injections, like a cleaning okay. out. I don't know. It's some sort of vein therapy. Listeners might know what I'm talking about. I'm not. I didn't Google it. I just remember hearing the words chelation as a child. And I remember them starting to like not buy baloney anymore and I remember like my grandpa being rationed like you can have one Pepsi and one Snicker bar in your lunch in the fields like you know like they started making changes right and it's probably good that they did because right about the time they started making the changes my grandpa like every other farmer in America 
got connected with Monsanto and Roundup Ready crops and was exposed to a lot of crap in his job, you know, in chemicals and toxins during the day. So it's probably a really good thing that those two things intersected or he probably would have he he could have been exposed to a lot more as far as like his health and the way they ate on the farm. So I come from a family that's always been like kind of open to some alternative things. And then Mm -hmm. for sure, my sister and I just took it to the next, (laughs) to the next level. Mm -hmm. But saying all that being said is I I see how well she's doing at 90 and I see her mental outlook and her approach to life and just both of them just always, always doing, always going until they weren't quote allowed to anymore, you know, and I want that. I want to be able to do that and I want to do that with enough cartilage in my knees and I want to do that with good sleep habits and healthy skin and um, yeah it's very inspiring to me Mm -hmm. the woman I used to work out with a lot Rochelle she told me this and I didn't know this that you're born with a certain bone density and over time that bone density goes down okay that's just the laws of nature but when you work out when you build up the muscle around those bones Mm -hmm. the bones don't kind of bear the brunt of it as much as when your muscles are really weak and so you can actually really hold off the progression of your bone density essentially going down i mean that's what osteoporosis like that's Mm -hmm. where all that begins right your bones get weak they start to break really easy that's kind of the idea Um, And that was really motivating to me in terms of longevity because Mm -hmm. you just think, oh, if my bones, (laughs) my bones can be better off. Right. In the long run. That seems like a great thing to invest effort and time into. Yeah. I asked my grandma last time before last I was there. I try to go see her every three months and... It was just a question out of naivete. And if I would have thought about it, I could have figured it out. But I asked her, I said, Graham, your lady friends here, I said, they're like, they have this big hump right here. Like they're curved over and they're walking with their walker, you know, like, like this. They're, I said, and you're upright. What is that? I don't want that. (laughs) I just said like, (laughs) let me just be clear. I don't want that. I don't want to look like Quasimodo when I'm 82, you know. And she said that's osteoporosis. That's that's what it is. Their yeah. cur- spine is curving over and they can't hold themselves up anymore. And darn if it doesn't make me just want to lift weights and like I can't tell you how many times a day I'm like and back and in and elongated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Well, you can't ever build bone density back either. That's the real sad thing about it. You, you mm-hmm. can't get it back once it's gone. So yeah. your only option is to get a jump on it. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that's one of the main reasons. About twenty years ago, I quit drinking diet, my beloved, precious Diet Coke. I love Diet Coke, and friends, I love Diet Coke from the tap when it's syrupy and yummy with a fresh lemon squeezed in it. Whew, that's very exciting. <laughs> I have like one a year, and but I read that like the carbonation in the soda, it just like depletes your bones of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what they need i'm like well okay 
when we were, we're done. Uh, <laughs> when we were in Sicily, there was this particularly did, horrendous. Did you have pop moment have of pop travel? And I went yeah. like it was a hundred billion degrees, and like mm-hmm. we're trying. It was one of those rental car situations, and it it ends up with my family and Dolores's family being in one, well, like squished in one car, trying to get cool <laughs> from Pujo, the air conditioning. Right? <laughs> Stu's walking, God knows where, trying to return a car to you know God knows where. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get us lunch. So I walk across the street and I was so proud of myself because I used my Italian and I ordered us all these sandwiches and I got everyone an ice cold Coke. It was like the, yeah. the good kind in the bottle. Right, right. And right. I brought it back and I I was so frazzled and um, mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. I, man, I drank it like it was the best thing I had ever drank. And Dolores was like, who are you? <laughs> you don't. I'm gonna get a Coke? picture. Blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it tasted so good, though. Oh, I bet. We actually brought the bo- the bottle home from Paris. It says "Goutte Original," original taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because we were at a cafe, and I said, "Girls, uh, you need to order a Coke." And they looked at me like, "I'm sorry. Have you been? Is there like a French alien system? You've been kidnapped? Who's brainwashed you?" Yeah. I said, no, prom- trust me, you just need to order a Coke. Amelie, she's so dogmatic. She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> Juliet's like, I'll do it. <laughs> so she ordered it. She took a sip. She's like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. I'm like, isn't it good? Well, okay, this actually brings up an important point that I do want to talk about because we got a message on Instagram the other day that it's pretty typical response. I'm kind of used to it. It was just like, if you're interested in health, then why do you drink wine? And I think... <laughs> I, I want to paint the right picture here of what your your goals are, what my goals are. So like you said, the, a lot of the things that you do, whether that's the food that you eat, the sauna that you do, the weights that you lift, the fresh mm-hmm. air, the good sleep, all these things that we'll talk about. Um, okay. The goal of that is longevity. Right. Just general well-being for as long as you can have it. That's the okay. goal. The problem... I think comes when people do get really dogmatic about it because I'll get this on YouTube videos where people are like, I was watching your video and I noticed that you have Kirkland's signature pretzels in your cabinet. And I just want you to know that those are poofas and (laughs) you're killing your family. (laughs) Yeah. I've received that too. Like, (laughs) Oh, if you're so interested in natural health and you color your hair, I'm like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, if 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 you want, if you thrive with that dogma, then ride it into the sunset. But for the rest of us, you don't just not do because you can't do perfectly. It's still worth doing. Okay, so mm-hmm. just because you don't have the time or space or, or mental or physical capacity to work out seven days a week doesn't mean there's not a benefit from working out three days a week. Right. Just because you can't get nine and a half hours of sleep doesn't mean there's not a benefit trying to get eight or seven and a half. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, aim. Oh, Just I think aim in the general think, direction here. Yeah, I do think we're a, definitely a culture of extremes. Oh, big time. Like, really, like mm-hmm. you, you're all the way, like even like the whole like carnivore trend right now, I'm like, I love meat. I really believe in meat and cheese and eggs and maple syrup and fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. But everybody just calm down. 
here here's the problem with it. It draws lines where there doesn't really need to be lines. Maybe mm-hmm. you just feel more comfortable with lines. But in the long run, it's unsustainable. And it doesn't offer... Um, it doesn't offer for nuance. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. If we go to somebody's house, I'm not... My first question is like, are there poofas in this? What kind of oil did what, you What use? the frick is a poofa? Because I know somebody's <laughs> driving in their car on the way to work right now wondering, I'm sorry, you girls lost me. I had to look it up. It's like these, okay, I'll look it up. It has something to do with things that will like stick with you that are generally like highly inflammatory. Oh, okay. Uh, what is a poofa? It sounds like a squishmallow or some sort of like trendy children's toy. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. A poofa okay. is a polyunsaturated fatty acid, a fatty acid <sighs> containing two or more double bonds between carbon atoms. Okay. Nuts and okay. seeds are a good source of poofas. So I oh, okay. maybe some people think they're good, maybe some people think they're bad. I don't I don't really follow this kind of stuff because this is where I was trying to go with that is like you know what else causes serious health decay? Stress. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stress, yeah, significant more than my Kirkland signature pretzels that my kids like to take in their lunch. More than that, right? And we put in more effort into quote being healthy than most people I know, and we're still very imperfect by a lot of people's standards. You know, we're mm-hmm. certainly not perfect by my own, but. There is a level of, I don't want to just say enjoyment. What's the right way to say that? Like, peace of mind. Because things are calm. Because you're not like, and how many calories was that? And how many grams did that weigh? Mm -hmm. You know, there's just this level of, I've got a lot of self-moderation. I know some people don't have that. I don't have a problem having a glass of wine. I don't have a problem having three chocolate chips or whatever it is mm-hmm. um that's not a, a struggle so i don't know i just think if the goal is health people's first response to this is going to be like oh i hope they give us a list so i can do those things mm-hmm. okay they're not gonna like um a squishy answer of like hey practice wisdom set reasonable goals allow for imperfection allow for nuance your choice for health is not everybody's choice for health so allow for that <laughs> those aren't uh, really taggable answers mm-hmm. uh, I think the the wine thing I you know there's a lot of research like wine's a hot topic right now mm-hmm. and people are pretty much like I've seen there's people I follow that are like, don't drink a drop. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, not all research turns out to be true in the end, too. Like, Isn't remember funny? when carbohydrates were like the devil and nobody should ever eat pasta? You know, when was that? Like the 90s or something? You know, like so- stuff does come around. So, yeah, I, I'm not saying I do it the right way, but I do tend to sort of look back at history and go, okay, what about it? And 
my knee-jerk reaction to that, and I haven't read any studies or anything, okay, but my knee-jerk reaction is if wine, a glass of wine with your dinner every day was so bad, then like... Europe would be extinct. Rome <laughs> Rome wouldn't have fallen the way it did, you know? Okay? It's just, it's the same reason I had a glass of wine when I was pregnant, because I'm like, look, people have been drinking a glass of wine during pregnancy, and I'm not saying I chugged it. I'm not saying I did it every day. But if I wanted to have a glass of wine with my meal, darn it, th- I did that. And I'm going to get a ton of bleep for what I just said. But historically speaking, people drank alcohol, and they drank it because it was safer than water. And if that was the downfall of health as it's claimed to be, like cultures from the past would not have survived or thrived. So that's my knee-jerk reaction to to the wine question. Um, that being said, like, I don't know what the studies are, but everybody maybe just calm down. Or also just make your own choice. Um, not yeah. everything is created equal. Not everybody is created equal. And uh, not everybody's even um, conscience is created equal. Like some people right. are bound in their conscience about drinking for religious reasons. And I totally mm-hmm. respect that. Some also have a past with it that, you know, they need to, the wisest thing for them is to completely avoid it. Great. Right. And you even see that in the Bible. You see all the references to eat, drink, and be merry. And then you see John the Baptist who abstained. Mm-hmm. So you see that fluidity even in the Bible. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, we are different people. So let's just cover this conversation with a lot of nuance like nothing we are saying here is hard and fast um we've both had many years to kind of feel ourselves out for this and get to a place where we feel comfortable so let's talk about those things now and if people misinterpret it then say lovey okay so that being said okay you just said that you've got kirkland pretzels in your cabinet I don't know. If I they're, don't. they're from Costco. I don't know if they're actually whatever, Costco, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, are there certain things that that you generally avoid? Like I don't know. Say ninety eight percent of the time. Ninety ninety percent of the time. Um, yes. Do you have some pretty like hard? Because because I I feel that I feel like oh I'm pretty like nuanced whatever you know and then I'll go to a family member's house or a friend's house and look in their fridge and their cabinets and I'm like oh you're the weirdo (laughs) because this doesn't look anything like what you stock me Mm -hmm. you being me Mm -hmm. yeah so the two things that I avoid granted we grow our meat and we grow our vegetables uh but the two things I avoid when I'm buying things from the store for health reasons I do avoid the vegetable oil thing which is hard. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I get the pretzels. My family wants to have something in a bag that they can munch on. Crunch. And yeah. the pretzels don't have anything. It's just, you know, probably fairly not great flour. Yeah, enriched, I think they're organic, whatever. Though, and salt. Okay. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like as, as painless as something like that could be. Um, and white sugar. Mm-hmm. We just don't. We don't eat it. I don't cook with it. I don't bake mm-hmm. with it. I don't. I don't have it. Um, I find it tends to give way too big of a sugar spike. It has like Mm -hmm. an insulin issue with the way my family processes it. And so we just avoid it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, now, now, because of making those two choices, you're weeding out a lot of other things. So um, many. Just, yeah. So, like, we don't, aside from when I make macaron, and I'm usually making them for other people and or I have natural food colorings that I try to keep in stock. Uh, food coloring is yeah, something food coloring. we've avoided for forever. Red dye number five, yellow, lake, blue lake, all the creepy, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, and it's in so many, you know, once you start kind of, kind of developing your list, like here's the things I'd like to avoid. So it's sad. There's a, there's a Newman's own salad dressing that I love so much. I love it. I need to try to make it myself because sure enough, it has like caramel color, yep. seed oils. It's, I can't remember which one it is. It's not the Italian. It's something, gar- maybe garlic and Parmesan. It's one of the harder ones to find. It's not in every store. I love it. I can't buy it. Yeah. It's got so much crap in it. But so food coloring, mm-hmm. um, enriched flour is something mm-hmm. I really, really try to avoid. Um, mm-hmm. I quit buying anything with partially hydrogenated oils about 20, 25 years ago. And then now the seed oils are like, you know, the last year or so. Mm-hmm. And then even before that, I didn't buy canola because I figured it was just Monsanto garbage, you know. But it's getting, it's kind of a bugger when you flip something over and it says sunflower oil and you're like, well, I guess I'll put this back on the shelf. And it's in everything. I mean, it's in the dried cherries at Costco, the dried apricots. My happy place is Trader Joe's. You know, anytime I travel, I hit the Trader Joe's down south. And last week I walked through with like polenta because I love me some polenta and some houseplants and some pre-made baguettes for the freezer. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I guess we're done here. Can't get my pot stickers anymore. I can't get like all my. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when harder. when I think about health, I think, you know, we talk about this in the house. Mm-hmm. But one of the best things that we could do is what we call neutralize the ugly. Like the one of the best things you could do for your health is probably just not take in the garbage in the first place. Because That's what's crazy it. is like then Sorry, you poop better. You sleep better. Yeah. You have yeah. not as severe mood swings. Uh, right. Your blood sugar stays balanced. Like, you stay full longer when you do these. Like, there's a huge thing, a huge array of symptoms, mm-hmm. I guess you could sort of say. And and that's not even being super proactive doing anything. It's just not doing some stuff. Yeah, and I think if we're going to like kind of put this under the umbrella of working backwards, I think that's so much easier, you know. Step one. Here's what I'm just not going to do. Right. I'm not going to like stress myself about out about like worrying about restocking or finding an Amish farmer or whatever. Like I'm just going to like not do these things. Now, granted, if those things are pretty hefty as far as ingredients wise, you know, not even habits, but ingredients wise, and you consume them throughout the day, you're going to have to make changes, whether it's a big, beautiful chunk of cheese that you snack on instead of XYZ or something, you know, you will have to replace. But I think just starting with elimination is Mm -hmm. much easier. Mm -hmm. And then then that snowball effect, it comes when you start feeling better. You're like, oh, well, now 
now I even have the mental space to pursue some research on this mm-hmm. or that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think about back when I was much younger and stupid and I drank quite a bit mm. back in back in the day. And I remember looking back on a picture of myself from my college graduation and oh, I just looked terrible. My face was so puffy. I've seen pictures of you young. It's amazing. Yeah. But if I look at pictures of me young, I'm puffy faced too. Well, I think really part of that is just younger. Maybe yeah. you were just younger. But I know which picture you're talking about and it's Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It, but I also think back to what my health was like during my, I mean, mm. I was stressed out of my mind. You know, I went mm. through college really quickly and graduated really young and mm-hmm. it was stressful. I was young and dumb. Mm. Um, I slept terribly. I would have these periods that would just knock me on my face. I mean, like, I know if y'all have ever had periods like that, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um I had a doctor who put me on birth control for my skin issues that were caused by eating terrible food and drinking too much. And he was like, oh, you know what'll help? (laughs) Completely messing up your hormones. That'll help. Let's make your body think you're pregnant. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you talk about like neutralizing the bad yeah maybe it's ingredients mm-hmm. in your food maybe it's not binging on margaritas with your co-workers on tuesday maybe mm-hmm. instead you actually transform into the type of person who could have just a nice glass of wine maybe munch on something small and let that be that you know maybe mm-hmm. maybe your goal is not to be such a roller coaster um eater or worker outer that's not a word mm-hmm. or <laughs> Sure it is. <laughs> but yeah. it's amazing how just dealing with some of that, not doing some of that, like by not consuming too much alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have to fix bad periods. That just happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to fix not sleeping well. That just happened. Or foggy yeah. brain or feeling terrible. All those things, those just solved themselves. Yeah. Maybe in the morning, you know, you you do go ahead. You know, you're on your way to work. You grab your latte starbucks and you also grab like the nuts and cheese Mm -hmm. instead of the lemon loaf with the inch thick frosting on the top Mm -hmm. you know speaking of i'm always surprised at how little protein nuts have you know everyone's like oh grab a handful of almonds and you won't be hungry and you're like have you ever looked at the protein (laughs) i'm sorry that does not work that way i could eat a half a bag and get a stomach ache but (laughs) nuts do not keep me safe. nuts do not do anything for me like that why no i don't know i mean i'm better off with like like in a pinch like that or something cheese and a hard-boiled egg cheese yeah yeah for sure or a glass of milk a glass of raw milk has a lot of calories a lot of fat and it will keep you full for a long period of time it like makes me shay does it make you feel different i have a thing about raw milk i know like i i feel like so much of this kind of a conversation is to each his own but there's a part of me that just wants to issue like a raw milk challenge like (laughs) find it i dare you watch it change your frigging life yeah drink a cup with every meal for 
six weeks and just see in what the morning happens. i'll get up and like just chug a quart of it and i'm just like <laughs> like i'm not and i i don't need to not be hungry till two it's not like that's like a glorification thing but i don't like to stop for lunch i like to just keep going uh, i don't like lunch i find it tedious and so that stinking glass of raw milk just mm-hmm. holds me it makes my skin wonderful i can't I can't get over raw milk. It makes me so happy. And I want it for other people. Usually I'm just like, yeah, I'll do my own thing. You do yours. But raw milk is something that I want for other people. (laughs) Well, that's because I think dairy has been really thrown under the bus. Oh, for sure. Dairy's just been, it is the baby thrown out with the bathwater. And Mm -hmm. when you tap into really, really good dairy and you've done the work of like creating this little body that has all these wonderful microbiomes in it. So I, you know, I've been teaching people to do sourdough starter and I'm like, you need to touch it. You need to talk to it. You need to like rub it on your hands. Like it needs to know you, but you can't do that on a counter that you just cleaned with Clorox. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, that's another thing. That's, that's another thing. When I go into other people's homes, like I I look around, and I'm like, oh, you're not really that normal. You aren't? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm definitely not normal. Yeah. Because I do. I see the pantry or the cleaning the cleaning products and I think, oh, like no. In fact, yesterday I did bust out the lime away because I went crazy in my bathrooms and my kids were so traumatized. They're like, what is that smell? What are you trying to do to us? I said, well, it's just like maybe once a year. Can I just go in and bring in the, the big guns? Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. But yeah, you can't you can't do that. You can't roll out the dough and do all the good things on... Um, no. The, on there Clorox. is a level of microbiome that we just need to... We need to accept. The, the germaphobe situation is pretty extreme right now i'm not saying don't wash your hands after you use the bathroom right okay i'm saying that we exist with i don't even know what how big of a number what's beyond billions i mean we are surrounded by a living environment our mm-hmm. soil is living, Our sur- the surfaces are living, our skin is living, and mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Um, and expo- exposing children to that is a good thing within certain safety boundaries, obviously. But I think, you know, if I could um, go back and tell myself something at the very beginning of this sort of journey, it would be like, focus focus on the gut, focus on building up all that good microbiome and like stop Mm -hmm. doing the things that strip that of its power. Because at least for us, we have found like our kids being raised on a farm, for example, has been really Mm -hmm. incredibly helpful for their immune systems, allergies, Mm -hmm. these kinds of things, because they're just exposed to stuff all the time. Right. Um, but let's talk about, okay, so let's talk about some goals that people might have when it comes to health and sort of maybe just based on our experiences, how we would sort of parse that out for them. So like you said, your goal was longevity, right? So what are, well, like, what are your steps to that? What does that look like for you? 
Um, my steps right now, I'm, I'm thinking along the lines of use it or lose it. Okay. You know, um, I'm, I mean, I don't want to say this out loud. I'm two years shy of 50, two and a half years shy of 50. That's, I know there are people listening that are older, but obviously if you're 32 and you hear me say that, you're, you think, well, like, oh, snap, that's, that sounds old, you know? (laughs) So I'm thinking like, I, I want to keep, I just want to keep active. I want to keep being the person. I always joke. I have this joke, like, I want to be able to swim a mile, run three, if I ever needed to. Like, (laughs) that's the sort of like level of cardiovascular health I want to maintain. And it doesn't mean I'm out there running three miles a day, but I just want to always know that if I had to put a demand on my body, like I can do that. So staying active is really important to me. And it doesn't mean that I'm working out every single day. It just means that I live an active lifestyle. I'm from everything as simple as if I'm at my desk for a long time, like try to get up and go outside, go outside in the cold. I want to be the kind of person that can handle the cold. I hate the cold, but I want to be able to go out and do what needs to get done in the cold if needed. So it's just kind of part of a lot of it right now is just like use it or lose it. Just stay somebody who can keep doing the things. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people aren't going outside. They're outside on their way to their car and on their way back from their car. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we sat outside last night after after we solved the tech issue that was just mm-hmm. plaguing my soul. <laughs> um, Stu was like, you need to you need to get outside. I was just circ- I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just mm-hmm. so frustrated and angry and so he Mm -hmm. built a fire out in our driveway mind you it's like five degrees here he -hmm. builds this fire puts this cooking rack over it and pulls a a lamb leg out and he's like let's go sit outside Mm -hmm. we opened a bottle of wine and we sat out there for four and a half hours just watched this lamb leg roast over the fire (laughs) nice and we came in really peaceful, really settled. The kids were out there with us. You know, once we went out, they went out. And there is something about the cold that resets you a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in, in, in its own small little way, even if you're out for a small period of time, or it does sort of show you what you're made of. You're like, oh. Yeah. It's not like luxurious here. where it's like everyone no, no. can handle some heat. <laughs> You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, let's cue the wine music, because I have this wine that I want to share. This okay. is what we... You do that. I'm going to turn on my space heater. I'm freezing. Okay. And I know we're not quite Speaking of cold. <laughs> this is the wine that we enjoyed last night with our lamb, so I wanted to share it with you all. This is the part of the podcast sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. We are so grateful for this wine company because we, as as we go about setting these health goals and striving to eliminate additives and toxins and colorants into our lives, this is such a wonderful way to do that. Dry Farms goes around the world, finds wineries that are growing organically, biodynamically, that aren't adding white sugar, they're not adding colorants or fillers or fake um, flavorings or even fake yeasts. These are all native yeasts 
They're just pressed, fermented grapes. God bless them. So you can visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. There's going to be a link below the video, uh, below the sh- in the show notes, and then also over on Instagram. Make sure you use that link because you get a bottle for just a penny with your first order. So you get an extra bottle. Really wonderful, wonderful deal. Okay. So can you remind me what we're giving people? A region, a tip a in addition, a tip in addition. Okay. And you know what? I got it. You mentioned Instagram. I have to like give a shout out to our audience. Like we jumped like three hundred people on our Instagram. Oh, feed this week. you said so. <laughs> Fabulous. You, Thanks, ladies. I spoke, and you. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm so happy. I mean, it's fun because it's a great way for us to keep in touch with you in between episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the long form episode, mm-hmm. and I love it. So yeah. So let's let's keep going there. So region a tip and a dish and not necessarily dry farm but we're gonna talk about a type of wine and then obviously we're drinking dry farm so yep okay so this is the bottle that we drank last night and i had two bottles of it so this one's full so this is nicholas e come on Shay. ed art (laughs) i what do you okay ed art i don't know did you spell it i d i a r t I-D-I-A-R-T. No, it's French. So the region that this Whoa, wine comes from. Don't pronounce that T, girlfriend. Come on. I don't. So I'm talking to my tutor last <laughs> week, and he says, he said, why, why are you in the habit of not pronouncing the vowels really aggressively and not pronouncing the last letter of the word aggressively? And I said, well... Before this, I studied French, and he was just like, oh. He said, in Italian, the vowels, they're very important. <laughs> like, you need to say them like you mean it. Noted. Put some stank on Could it. Could you come to the wine segment, please? <laughs> yeah. EDR. EDR. That's how you're going to say that. Okay. Okay. Nicolas the region EDR. is Bordeaux. Okay. okay. Most of us know Bordeaux. It's a really popular wine-growing region in France. It's in southwest mm-hmm. France. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this was a term that confused me, and so maybe I'm foolish to admit this. But have y'all ever heard the term um, the term a white Bordeaux? Yes. Okay. I so love I'm white just Bordeaux. thinking, what does that mean? Just like white wine? I don't. Is Bordeaux a grape? Like, what am I missing? Okay, because you don't go order. You could say I would like a Bordeaux. That just means, do you have anything from the Bordeaux region of France? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Bordeaux is a huge region. Then Saint-Emilion, all these other ones are like inside. Right. So, so that's yeah, why it confused okay. me because okay. this one on the on the front on the label it says Bordeaux Blanc, and I'm like, okay, so something from from something from Bordeaux, mm-hmm. something that's white Blanc. Okay. What are the grapes? Okay, that's that's what I'm getting at. That's what I want to okay. know. Okay, literally, Bordeaux Blanc just means it's a white wine from Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when you say I'd like a Bordeaux, you're meaning I like wine from this region. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time, Bordeaux Blanc is a blend of two different types of grapes. This one is 100% Sauvignon Blanc. So... Mm-hmm. What you might actually mean is you like Sauvignon Blanc because that's what it is. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc from Bordeaux. Okay, so that's just kind of helpful C to now. Know. Drop that C, Blanc. girlfriend. Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> <Okay>. Bianco. 
Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I saw this reel yesterday with this little tiny like two and a half year oh, old I know Italian exactly girl. you're talking about. <laughs> She's doing all the hand gestures. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. It was so cute. It's so fun. I actually really yeah. love, I mean, I know you are a master at French, but I really enjoy no. about Italian is it's very phonetic and it's like, if mm-hmm. it's here, just say it and say it like you mean it. And that makes awesome. it really yeah. fun. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway, it's just kind of fun to know that. So I made the most amazing dish that I don't want to spoil because it's a cooking community recipe, but oh, it involves okay. um, orange and red onion and shrimp and celery, and it's Ooh. extraordinary. And I'm okay. going to drink that and eat that, and I'm so excited. So there you go. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic is where you can go. To get dry farm wines, really low alcohol, low, 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 low sugar wines, like point mm-hmm. five grams point zero per two liter. or something. <laughs> but your Bordeaux, like a Sauvignon Blanc for Bordeaux, is going to be like anything rich and creamy, yeah, and then anything light and fruity. That's going to be like a real easy, yeah, pairing. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Cool. Uh, back to health. Okay. Okay, so we're talking about eliminating, and then yep. where we kind of left off is on like some. What are some that people would sticking have? points? Yeah, like, yeah. Th- I, and so I think for women, sleep. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Okay, okay. I think sleep. I think sleep is a huge yeah. struggle. Whether whatever stage you're at, whether you're you know 27 with a, a newborn that's waking up a bajillion times a night to nurse, or like I just or you're. 47 and you're sweating mm-hmm. yeah I, I think like or or you're 37 and you're just like you're just stressed like sleep is um it's so important and I don't think it's given enough attention we we know we have to eat okay we have to eat every 24 hours we know we have to drink water so we would never not drink water most people you know um, but I think sleep just kind of, we assume it's going to happen. We assume it doesn't need much attendance. It doesn't need much of anything. And then when it starts not happening, we freak and it's like, like the self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, like it's yeah. just like, yeah. Um, I don't think it's really given enough, uh, intention. Whether it's, you know, you're sleeping on a, a mattress your great aunt gave you and you just sleep bad every night and your left arm goes numb and you just keep putting up with it. You know, there's so many things, whether you're um, stimulated by blue screen or you're you're drinking at night, you know, maybe you don't realize that that cocktail you have at 930 is sabotaging your sleep. You haven't come up with a nice routine to wind down in the evening or you let your children stay up too late. You know, I know people that let their kids seven eight nine year old ten year olds they just stay up there's no routine there's no chance for mom to go and curtain i know there are kids the kids are running like savages all over the house and they're not they don't ever mom never gets a chance to just be herself or take a hot bath she's always on and that's really bad for the children they need the sleep too for brain development it's really bad for mom i just think sleep is underrated I agree. You said it really well. Oh, thanks. I don't know if I can add much more to that. Um, 
other than I, I let myself start really just sleeping in over Christmas break and I just thought, oh, it's winter and I should let myself sleep for as long as I want. So I was getting up at like 6.30, 6.45, 7, which is very late for me mm-hmm. and, and couldn't sleep at night. I'd go to bed at my normal time and I would just okay. lay there and lay there. And then like you said, it became this self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, I must be having sleep issues and what's stressing me out and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And eventually it happened enough times I just thought, I wonder what would happen if I just got up at my normal time, which for me is 5.15 about. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, I was ready to go to bed about an hour and a half earlier <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was getting up an hour and a half earlier. Yeah. And I think everybody's like energy level is different. Like I run hot, man. I got a lot of energy. Um. So I actually, unless I have a really grueling workout in the morning, I tell myself, okay, it's 10.06. You should have been in bed 25 minutes ago, yeah. you know? Um, but I think everybody's different that way. But yeah, if you can't sleep, by all means, try getting up earlier mm-hmm. and get up and like, don't turn on CNN. Don't even make a cup of coffee. Go outside. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's pitch black, maybe the sun's coming up where you live by that point. Go just get some fresh air. Do some jumping jacks. Take a few deep breaths. I Like, if it's not working, change it, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think there's something, you know, I've said this before. There's something so powerful about going outside first thing in the morning. Yeah. As barbaric as the weather might be, there's just something so primal about it. There's, I don't know. We're, just we're so removed. Outside. Yeah, we're so removed from like hard things and primal living. There's just something really powerful about going, just going right out. You know what? That actually brings up another important point that I think we should talk on because we've been talking a lot about physical health. Let's talk about mental health. Yeah. Okay. If you are stressed out of your mind right now, maybe in six Mm -hmm. months you look towards where you would want to be and you just think, man, I would really love to feel a little bit mentally sturdier than where Mm -hmm. I feel right now. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I mean, like, good for you for recognizing it. I think Angela and I know know both of us have had to go through seasons like this in our life. And not to speak for you, but I think, you know, we tend to find solace in making sure we're eliminating noise from – news from social media Mm -hmm. from making sure that we guard our hearts especially given our work from all those external forces kind of Mm -hmm. attacking the house sometimes i think of them like the crows from that old horror movie where you're just like get in and shut the door and they're just like dive bombing and they're like but we want to tell you what's going on in australia and you're like i can't i can't yeah We call it well because it's a for you know francophiles. It's Les Oiseaux, the Hitchcock yeah. movie, The Birds, which is a really horrible movie. But that's a so that's a great word picture. Yeah, you're that's like, what it's like. Close so it's like the okay, door. just maybe stop that because they'll go away mm-hmm. if you don't feed them. They go away. Yeah. Well, I think stop that. What you just said is so it's not like you and I are going to be on the show trying to like solve mental health problems no. or anything no, no, like no. that. But it's sort of like the food. Where you just look and you go, okay, what can I eliminate? Yeah. To start. Yeah. So 
what can I eliminate? Can I eliminate, do I need to communicate everything through text messaging? Because that's super stressful and people misinterpret and people get their panties in a wad and like maybe just don't text. Yeah. Maybe just dial back texting as a form of communication, mm-hmm. you know? Or when you type that text and you're looking at it, should I, shouldn't I? Just don't because you're probably, you probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know? And then... What 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 else can I eliminate? Can I eliminate CNN? Mm-hmm. Can I eliminate reading the headlines? Mm-hmm. Can I do that? Can I eliminate listening even to the radio? That chatter, that just mindless, soul-sucking banter mm-hmm. on the way to work in the morning that does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Can I take that out? Maybe that's no good. Maybe I should listen to Chopin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I just it, think it's amazing. I think there's r- some real things that people, yeah. they just think it's a normal part of life. They just think not sleeping is a normal part of life, bad sleep. It's not. Like you're actually designed to like conk out and restore. Yeah. Or or having the news on 24-7. I mean, how many people do we know like that where it's like, I got to know mm. what's going on. It's like, no, you don't really. I mean, there are some good news sources out there that you can check in with if you value that sort of information. There's If you like the news, some people like the news. You want to see what Kanye is doing and the president? I don't know. Check it once a week. You don't need to check it every day. You're going to be okay. Turn what off. Kanye I gotta, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's all I could come up with. <laughs> I watch the news so little. I'm like, Clearly, what do you I don't do? watch is he the, on news. the news? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, Hunter Biden, he'll he'll keep doing what he's doing without you knowing, okay? And then, so, like, just... once once you've eliminated all those terrible things, you guys put in good stuff. Put yeah. in good literature, put in good music, uh, put in good conversations. Maybe even with yourself. <laughs> you know, when I was right? um, yeah. in a particularly low point during this whole tech debacle, I went... And uh, just ran into town by myself. And man, I just prayed like a banshee the whole way. I was like, I got 15 minutes, Lord. Here it comes. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, like it completely set the mental tone for the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that like God's some kind of genie. I just mean like mm-hmm. I unloaded my heart to him and I let my requests be made known. And mm. that process of of talking of putting words to it on focusing what the actual problem was um whether or not you're a believer there is great benefit to even those things mm-hmm. just say oh i'm not actually mad at my husband actually i'm mad that i forgot to pay the credit card bill and now i have the fine and i'm just kind of taking it out on everybody else like those are the kind of things mm-hmm. that can really affect your mental health your mental state yeah, it's like bacon sizzling for me. <laughs> She's so sensitive to bacon sizzling that when I call her and bacon is sizzling in my kitchen, she's like, what's that I hear? That bacon? You sizzling bacon? Call me back. I love bacon. I could eat bacon all day long. <laughs> bacon makes me so happy. But this sound. <laughs> oh, like I've gotten like some criticism. Oh, she can't even handle a refrigerator in her kitchen. No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> I you can't. Don't have I'm to. a better you're person, your own person without 
I'm a better person without uh, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I have tinnitus. My ear rings constantly. I have enough stimulation. Here's another Thank thing for much. mental health. Maybe we just focus not on our on ourselves and not a narcissistic way, but in a like, I'm not responsible for anybody else. Right. In that same way. So Angela doesn't yeah. like the sound. It's it's not my point to be like, now I'm going to argue with you, you idiot. I can't believe you can't manage that. Maybe that's right? just who Angela is. Maybe she doesn't like that sound. What's it to me? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. M- maybe just stop worrying about everyone else. <laughs> For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hey listeners, this is Angela. You've heard me share with you how you can become your very best home decorator by joining my design society at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. But what about your vacations? What about a getaway with that old world flair? Right where I live in beautiful Door County, the Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan. It's time to reserve my charming English cottage for your next vacation. Book a nice cozy winter retreat now with off-season rates or schedule your family vacation for this summer and enjoy our pristine beaches, quaint antique towns, and vineyards. The cottage is dressed in English country flair, but it's very family-friendly, sleeps six, and is just moments away from the lake. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash cottage to book your next getaway today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to tell you about a great seed company that we recently discovered, Survival Garden Seeds. This is a family business created by two brothers. All their seeds are heirloom, open-pollinated varieties and are guaranteed to grow. These are tried and true varieties. They carry hundreds of interesting varieties, but I'm most excited about the three big garden collections, which have either 30, 50, or 100 varieties included. It's a huge selection of herbs, all different kinds of vegetables, and even a few flowers for beauty and pollinators. They come in sturdy packaging that is perfect for storing seeds long-term. All their packets have seed-saving instructions included, which allow you to save seed for the following year and have a perpetual harvest. The best part is that these collections are priced at just under a dollar a packet, which is amazing. So use the link below this episode to shop Survival Garden Seeds or go to survivalgardenseeds.com, 
Homemaker Chic listeners can use the code HOMEMAKERGARDEN to get an additional 10% off those huge collections of 30, 50, or 100 packs. Are there any other things in, in like the health sphere, I guess, that are kind of exciting to you right now? I mean, I think over this past year, you know, the listeners have probably noticed this, but like we've, we've both been on the raw milk thing for quite a while. I mean, I've had a cow mm-hmm. for 10 years now. Um, yeah. But I think I've been a lot more intentioned since I started weightlifting on protein mm-hmm. to just yeah. kind of actually being aware of how much protein am I getting? And making sure that I get enough to compensate for the muscle that I'm trying to build. I think that's kind of been the biggest change in my health in the last year is just like okay, a lot of protein, <laughs> more protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is little. This is really little, but electrolytes. Look, girl. They've... <laughs> right? Right? The pink stuff. Yeah. The electrolytes, yeah. I have just like been using them consistently as a part of my daily health routine for about a year and I would not go back my kids you know as kids get older and they're kind of like a little bit not so interested in what you want them to do there's mom's voodoo (laughs) or whatever you know but my kids love yeah they know they work um yeah so I use the trace minerals like the little raspberry packets which I think is what you're sipping I get them from Azure the trace minerals yeah you can get them from Azure. you can get them off amazon um my health food store has them that that's made a huge difference i get up in the morning um i take a lot of vitamin c because of the epstein bar so i get up in the morning and i take two right off the bat but i don't leave the house like i carry them with me when i travel travel's a big one if somebody's feeling like a little funky i'm like would you like some electrolytes (laughs) like (laughs) an old lady let me make you some um it's made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And I now I know, oh, the reason you would maybe feel like if you travel and you go to someone else's house and you have a glass of wine and, and you're drinking just like coffee in the morning to wake up, like lots of, you know, you're not on your normal fats. You're not in your normal like routine of food. Um, I I'd, I'd take them like crazy. I took them to Paris mm-hmm. and I didn't have one lick of, uh, what's it called? Jet lag? jet lag no i took them on the plane i took them when we got to the flat they just yep yeah they're the gift that keeps on giving that's been really big for me this year just knowing that that's a great resource and something i can rely on when i feel like ick or to prevent feeling off Mm -hmm. or even if you do feel really good like i i take two packets in my berkey water when i'm working out Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a yeah. great way to replenish or like out in the garden. Absolutely. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. The other thing I've gotten into this year is cell salts. So this is not new technology. Cell salts, they're like the ones Chelsea gave you that you dissolve under your tongue. Yeah. Okay. Love There's ones those. that are just like, they're basically these 12 minerals that minerals. our cells need to function well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. if you're experiencing a sore throat or you're experiencing acne or you're experiencing like headaches or (laughs) hemorrhoids is another one listed on them. But like Mm -hmm. it's because your cells might be depleted in a particular mineral. And so they're really great. I keep a whole array of them. So I have ones that I take for like colds, sore throats. So if I feel a cold coming on, I'll just stick some of these little tabs under my tongue and let them dissolve. I take the combination ones every day. 
I think they're so wonderful. I want to tell you one of the things I've noticed, but it's way too personal, so I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell you off off screen. <laughs> Darn. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been out of those for like three months. I need to get those because that was another mm-hmm. thing where in the morning, I'd put them under my tongue. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, it helps you shake off any morning. You know, because getting up early is hard. Yeah. I do wake up early, but it's only because my body wakes me up. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily too happy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're they're cheap. They're um, they're super cheap. Mm-hmm. They're not complicated. I mean, they're just like little things you yeah. put under your tongue. So what's great mm-hmm. is if you go to like a health food store and you look at your cell salts, you can say, okay, what are the things I'm dealing with? You can mm-hmm. even Google it. Um, here's some of my symptoms what cell salt should I take? And it'll just be like, you should take number eight or you should take number four. Mm-hmm. They're not complicated. So yeah. there's really nothing to lose when it comes to those. Right. Same like with electrolytes. It's pretty It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so aside from other things, I mean, we've talked, you know, I do sauna. Mm-hmm. I do red light. Um, I, I, I swear by both. Yeah. I don't want to derail that conversation, but we should take a second to thank Toops & Co., who is this season's For sponsor, sure. because one of the things that Angela and I both do with regard to our health is we do try to be careful about what toxins go onto our skin and into our body. And again, ultimately. so that's like a just eliminate. You just start with like, yeah. okay, what am I going to not do? I'm not going to use parabens anymore. Parabens are in like tortilla shells. They're in from your skincare to tortilla shells, you know? Okay, I'm not going to do parabens. I'm not going to do whatever, sodium lauryl sulfate right. in my deodorant or whatever. So, yep. yeah. So, Toops & Co. was started by Emily Toops when she wanted to have products available to her daughter. And she didn't want, <laughs> you know, so often we are like, oh, I'll bear it. I can do it. But, like, not for people I love, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so silly. But, mm-hmm. um it kind of began with this, like, hey, what am I going to share with my daughter when she wants to wear lipstick, when she wants to wear eyeshadow, when she needs to start wearing deodorant, when she needs to start moisturizing her face and washing it at night? Like, what am I going to give her? What am I going to offer her? The problem with so many of these sort of clean companies that you see is that they're not that at all. <laughs> at all. They're right? all just owned by Johnson & Johnson, and they have fancy, pretty names for ingredients that are just equally as terrible as everything else that you see. So mm-hmm. you can feel, and you're paying the price like, oh, you know, I'm saving my family from X, Y, Z. And that's just not really the case. So one of the great things about Tubes & Co. is that when you go and you look at their products, whether it's their soaps or their foundations or their concealers or their deodorant, the ingredients are very clear. They're very clean. They're all organic and natural and incredible. So, Emily, thank you for creating these products. These are what we stock our makeup bags with. Look, I've got my, this is what I'm wearing, my tinted lip balm right now, (laughs) which is wonderful. Here's an example. Um, 100% grass-fed tallow, beef tallow, organic shea butter, beeswax, and mica, which is a ground-up mineral, I believe, that they use for coloring. Mm -hmm. So, Really mm-hmm. wonderful ingredients. You can use the coupon code HOMEMAKER10 yep. for 10% yes, off your Homemaker order 10. from Toops & Co. T-O-U-P-S and co.com. There's a link to that on our Instagram as well. Yep. It says beauty. It's the red red circle that says go. beauty in the highlights. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, it made me think about it because okay. I do my red light in the bathroom, yeah. and that's when I like slather my body in their in tubes like a it's like a sunscreen, but that's not what it's called. Um, sun mask sun bomb. or sun bomb. Sun bomb. Thank you. So mm-hmm. I'll literally be standing there naked in front of the red light, just rubbing my body down. It feels so nice. <laughs> you put the sun bomb on for the red light? No, 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 or not just, for the red light. It's just, just a time to moisturize it? my body when I'm naked. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's cold here. I'm not naked that much, you know. Like, oh my gosh, I know. I have to. I turn on the like the heater. Yeah. We have a heater in our like, in the ceiling. The whatever air vent. What am I trying to say? Exhaust fan, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I turn that on. And do you sit with your goggles on, or do no. you look at your phone, or do you read a book, or what do you do? I read a book. I practice my Italian flashcards a lot. <laughs> Just sit naked in front my of family. a red light. I know. I know. <laughs> I sit on like a little stool so we can get the lady bits and all that. It's <laughs> so bad. I sit there for like 20 minutes on the front and then I turn around for 10 minutes on the back and I just do office work. I return emails or I do whatever. I'm like, this is so cheesy. And my family knows People it's like if this fans are rocking, don't come a knocking. It's like they walk past and they see like the red glow coming under the bathroom door. Well, mom's naked she's in front of the red light again. Or exactly. she's naked again. Exactly. <laughs> No, that's my front porch. People pull down the driveway and they're like, what are you uh-huh. got going on yep. up there? I'm like, it's just cabbage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The red light has been really wonderful. You guys can look up the the various effects of that, but it's really incredibly helpful for people who deal with, you know, chronic pain, chronic skin issues, joint issues, injury oh, repair, sleep, wounds. anxiety. <laughs> It helps with everything from like the granulation of like helping. Like when I burned, we talked about burns last week. You know, six years ago, I burned the top of my right thigh off, like the whole thing. And that was something I was working with a nurse. Um, I did did address that at home because I was too creeped out about MRSA Mm -hmm. at the hospital. Um, But I did have a nurse friend that worked with me on that. And that was what we watched for like every four hours. We, I, I, granulation and um that's like that kind of crumbly when the wound starts to develop that crumbly bit on the top and that's the skin you know it's the repair and red light actually really helps Mm -hmm. with that helps with skin helps with collagen it helps with muscle repair um and you can get them in all Mm -hmm. shapes and sizes we get asked this all the time on instagram so this is not a plug they're not working with us i wish they were but um platinum therapy is Mm -hmm. I think you have that's what what I have have. I think you have the same thing too platinum therapy I cannot tell you how many dms we get asked being asked about which red light it's platinum therapy red light is like like face lamps red light is like working out you guys you don't just do it once and be like I'm healthy now you guys remember when you would go through those moods when you were a teenager and you'd wear like cowboy boots and you're like I'm a cowgirl now or you'd wear like a rocker jacket and you're like I'm a rocker now (laughs) Okay, you don't like work out one time. Like I'm a worker outer now. Like I'm buff. (laughs) I'm a worker outer. There we go again. Like this Mm -hmm. is like sleep. You drink raw milk every day. You focus on getting good sleep every day. You focus on eliminating stress every day. You do your red light every day. Mm -hmm. This isn't a one and done kind of a thing. And you know, if you've got little kids, take them in there with you. Sit there in your underwear. Let them hang out there with you in the bathroom or wherever you're doing it. Right. Um, That's fine, too. It's good. Great for them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that covers, you know, kind of what 
I've been focused on lately in terms of health, I think. Um, yeah, and I, I think for somebody who's just starting on that journey or somebody who wants to sort of like go to the next level, like in any of those five or six bullet points we touched on, there's something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. Oh, we didn't talk I told about you I'm reading. Out. We didn't talk about working out. I think that's, well, we. Go, last, I think go that's listen to the Coach episode. Paul episode. Yeah, go listen to the Coach Paul episode. Yep. But I think, you know, I'm reading um, Atomic Habits. Yeah. And I think it's just about like little, we talked about last week, like just little ticks of the rudder. Okay, what am I going to do this week when I get done with work and I have to hit the grocery store for my family for the weekend? Okay, you know what? I'm not going to buy anything with food coloring. I'm just going to take a second and flip over the package and we're just going to see how much food coloring or how much sunflower oil are we consuming each week inadvertently. And just put it, just nix it. You know, I think it's just little, little changes. Um, Speaking of reading, I did finish Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I finished it late last night and then I read that I didn't want to read the introduction because you know we all kind of have a general idea of Frankenstein and I didn't want any spoilers so I read the introduction then this morning excellent and now I'm on to um I think Dracula which I love pretty excited about that and then I'll go like Jane Eyre I'll go some Bronte <laughs> or something but I'm getting all my like horror science fictiony classics did you say it'd been a while since yeah, you read that that's on my list the yep, that's on my it's list. a short little it's a short little one and then I have one for you my dear friend um this is sad because this is my I got introduced to this movie in high school because I was told it was Princess Diana's favorite movie and it is subsequently Megan Markles. My favorite. I'm just kidding. Sorry? What did you say? I said Megan Markles. It's not Megan Markles' favorite movie, no. Um, have you ever seen A Room with a View? Oh, so long ago. Okay. You should, you would do well to rewatch it. And then I am going to read that. That is on my classics list. And it's sad because the, the love interest from that movie he was hiking in california about 12 days ago and got lost and they have never found him and it's really sad from the movie from the movie julian sands his name is julian sands and people really loved his character and loved that was probably what he was most known for Mm -hmm. is that role but he's been an actor obviously since then but yeah oh man it was a bummer but I was thinking about you, and the reason I say that is that, that you should watch it and okay. read it is because it's all, it's Italy. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it's that, it's that whole vibe of like Italy changes you. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd really enjoy revisiting that. It either changes you or it doesn't. Like, I think, it, I think she speaks to certain people, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah, yeah. Once she speaks, she's like a siren, man. Well, I'm still in C.S. Lewis's space trilogy, so I just I told okay. you I finished Out of the Silent Pan- Planet. So I think Paralandra is the next one. Is the next one? Okay. Yeah. So that's like cool. I have like six books going right now. I'm also reading How to Think by Alan Jacobs. Could not recommend it enough. I'm reading it with my really? friend Nettie, and it's short. It's is pretty it- simple. It's not simple, but it's pretty short. Right, but what is the, what is the, um, is it just like fallacy finder? Like what is the, yeah, what does it mean? Well, what do you mean how to think? He's breaking down what bad thinking is and how to recognize it. it and what good thinking actually looks like. Um, okay. We should have another conversation about this. In fact, yeah. I should probably make Stu come on. He teaches this book to his 10th graders and 
Okay. It's really exceptional. So it's not like there's nothing warm and feely about it. This guy writes, he's a huge fan of C.S. Lewis. He writes a lot like him. I just gave uh, my girls in school today, I just gave them um, Refutation of Moral Relativism mm. by Peter Kreeft. I'm like, here, here's some philosophy. Read this. <laughs> you should have Amelie so. read this book. She okay. Would. How to Think. Yeah. How to Think by Alan Jacobs. Excellent. So I literally okay. have four, five books going right now. And that's not including the Italian verb uh, exercise book that I work through every night. So <laughs> high living over here, ladies. Right? Always pushing the brain. I know today I sat with the kids. They were doing school. I'm like working through this big French textbook. I'm like, this sucks. Like, I don't like these. I'd rather do TikTok French lessons than fill in the blank. No. They're so good for you, though. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love feeling like a student again. I love having my textbook and be like, have I sharpened my pencils? Do I have a fresh, clean piece of paper? Like, if I don't do See, it clean I'm enough, like, I'll go back and write it all again so it looks really nice. <laughs> my gosh. I know. I feel like, I mean, I've, I I did take a test yesterday and um, I, I follow these two guys on Instagram and I, I don't use TikTok, but you can tell when people are doubling up sure. on content and it ends up sure. on Instagram. So I follow these two kids. I'll call them kids because I could probably be their mother. And I love them. I absolutely love them. They're at Frenchies. I think that's their handle. And they make me laugh. And every every like skit they do ends in bruh. I mean, they're just like totally like I could be their mom. They make me laugh, but they know how to teach French. That's what they do. Yeah. And they know how to find like you know whatever like the the mistakes you're making and then they've since referred me to other french teachers on instagram which i really really enjoy mm-hmm. and i they have a podcast so i just found their podcast and i'm they only have 16 episodes so i started at the beginning and they have a sort of fluency test and they so they do a conversation and they're like okay if you can understand that you're a beginner and then they do another conversation and if they said, okay, if you can understand that, you're intermediate. Well, I could understand that. I was like, no problem. I was like, bring on the fluency. They started talking. I'm like, I'm an intermediate. I'm an intermediate. I couldn't understand. I mean, they had slang. I was like, they're like, if you noticed, we used some slang. I'm like, yeah, duh. I could tell that. I was so mad because I thought maybe I could say like beginner fluent, but they uh, spanked me. I mean, that fluency is a totally different thing. Well, they and then they sort of unpacked what does fluency mean, yeah. like and yeah. So I I can get there. So like but, I told you know Dolores spoke yeah. the Italian for us when we were in Sicily, which was tricky for her sometimes mm-hmm. because Sicilian is a different language. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. and most of Sicilians now they speak Italian, but they have really intense little pocketed dialects as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would classify Dolores as if you guys don't know who I'm talking about my friend Dolores of Bella Figura podcast. She's, I would classify her as like incredibly fluent. You know, she didn't have mm-hmm. to like really stop and think like it just came out. But at night, like her brain hurt. Oh my gosh. Hurt. Yeah. And there is a level of fluency where it, that doesn't hurt. You know, it, you're thinking in it, you're talking in it. It's so second mm-hmm. nature that mm-hmm. um, you don't even really notice. But that's like, <laughs> that's like Jedi level. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then how much does she speak Italian to her son? Like, how much Italian is yeah, she? Yeah, she only speaks day? Italian to him, so that he can okay, learn but both. Does she have anybody to talk back with? Like, yeah, she has. She does a tutor and her mom. She, they okay, live with her mom. That's good. So yeah, 
Yeah, she oh, and okay. she has a whole Italian American oh, right. community. I mean, she speaks it all the time. She's it's remarkable, but that's different than well, translating for six people when you're traveling is also different. <laughs> yeah. Being in yeah. Sicily is different, but um, it is this lifelong pursuit of just. I told Stu, I, you know, I'm like sitting in the bath with my verb book, and he was just like, "You're so funny. Like this is how you settle down, you conjugate yeah. verbs." But I was like, yeah. "It's like doing Sudoku." Or Sudoku, right. whatever it's called. No, some people do that. Crossword they play Parkle or they do those those yeah. prop, this is my uh, brain you know, puzzle. apps or whatever. So even if sure, I sure. never become fluent, I'll understand more and more. You can't not when you study it. Um, but it's yeah. good for my brain. It's good for your brain. Um, so Huberman Labs, okay. since we're talking about health, Huberman Labs is a an Instagram feed and a podcast yeah. that I really enjoy. It's pretty intense. Yeah. It's like, let's take this brain yeah. And let's make sure we're getting sleep, water. I mean, it's yeah. really, really interesting. But he actually had like two weeks ago, he did a show on uh, learning a language. Uh, and okay. I missed it. So I'm going to check oh, that out. So you might want to check yeah. that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, I feel like it's a gift. You know, there's no way I probably could have taken it on when my kids were little. And mm-hmm. even now when I do my tutor sessions, I do them like late at night. Uh, yeah, is, like, I, my French tutors like seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. My family walks it's like this through. Teeny I'm like, little pockets of time like, that I can, you know, get away yeah, from the exactly. family. But um, you know, we talk about like eliminating the bad. Well, once you do that, then you get to put in good stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, I've devoted the last fifteen years to eliminating the bad. Like that's why we farm. We grow all this food. We put in all this stinking effort. <laughs> like we put right. so much energy into this, and now mm-hmm. like that is expanding beyond like I'm adding good things in my brain so really eliminate I'm not on YouTube at all anymore I know I post Mm -hmm. on there but like I don't go watch (laughs) stuff there anymore I read I read and I study Mm -hmm. Italian and that's and I work out like those are the only extracurriculars that I have time for Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's been very really incredibly fruitful which I'm grateful for yeah. Okay, ladies. Very Let cool. us know over on Instagram. Okay. Maybe we can circle back to this subject and kind of if people have ideas or things that we should pepper in. Yeah, if you Yeah. Yeah, if you want like we're open to a part 2 on this yeah. subject. If you blow up our Instagram DMs with questions, uh we'll we'll yep. we'll continue this conversation yep. next week if you'd like us to because yep. um everyone wants to be healthy. So yeah, follow us over on Instagram Homemaker Chic Podcast at Homemaker Chic Podcast. <laughs> And hello, look at my cheeks. Like now, my space heater's yeah. like frying me. I look like a little lobster. I'm like sweating. I keep moving, trying to cool off. I gotta go work um, out when we get done here. So I'm kind of like, is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> Not me. It's taco night. I want to go eat. I was like, are we done yet? I need my ground beef fix. <laughs> All right, ladies. Thanks for joining us. We will see you back here next Monday. Cheers. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>